0: Welcome to another great episode of Transformed and Renewed. Usually I would tell you to like and subscribe, but actually what I want to do is if you watch just some of this content or even the full content, which I hope you do, then I want you to make that decision whether you will like or even comment on our video. So I'm going to jump right into it. So today we're going to be discussing organic and conventional foods, things that you may not have known. And so when it comes to this topic, which has been going on for over years, you realize that one side may tell you information and so you may lean towards that side and then another argument could have you just saying, okay, I'm just going to do whatever. But I just wanted to share some information with you because I usually like to just get the truth and not kind of get information from here and there, but to really just share the truth with you, because some people actually get fearful when they hear certain things about food and the things that can happen with food and just thinking about what could happen, even when you look at news. And I think the news anchors actually do uh, not say they, they do a great job, but they have pretty much. kind of nail down what they are doing in terms of portraying the narrative and putting information out there for people to feel worried. But what I want to do is just share information that I've learned from articles over the past couple of years and even articles up to date and even showing you what that actually looks like. So when it comes down to it, is organic better than conventional food? No. Is conventional food better than organic? No. So in case you ever wondered, it is pretty much a no for both. They are pretty much equal. And you may make the argument and there's an argument that can be made. And, and I'm not going to disagree. There are some foods that benefit from being organic versus conventional. And I'll just, want to briefly dive into what does organic and conventional mean? so conventional you are pretty much using synthetics pesticides hormones antibiotics could even use genetically modified organisms or bioengineered um, organisms in crops and so this is usually done to produce a greater yield when it comes to crops so you're looking for a higher yield, but you're also looking for protection when it comes to those crops, because after all, you do have pests and bugs that are trying to compete for that. So you're looking to pretty much have a higher yield without sacrificing the quality or without sacrificing your crop. I can't say that the quality won't be diminished because you are using pesticides and synthetics, so you will have those residues on that food. And depending on the origin of those residues, if they are actually biodegradable, that can also determine if it's environmentally friendly. Okay. So that is just a brief overview of conventional farming. When it comes to organic farming, this is basically farming before the technological advancement. So today you may see tractors, different types of tools and methods that can actually speed up the farming process but when it comes to organic you're not using any synthetics pesticides growth hormones or even antibiotics or even gmos and so this is pretty much taking a manual approach to providing you with wholesome quality food now you would think just hearing that that organic man, this is going to be nutritious. This is going to be healthy for my family. We are going to buy up some organic foods, but I would just tell you straight up that that is not, it hasn't been shown scientifically. Okay. To be that way. But many people who have been led to think that organic is quote unquote, healthy and safe. And actually when I look and I've actually looked at the numbers myself, being in the store, shopping for groceries, I can actually tell you that there is not much of a difference, even when it comes to the vitamin and the mineral content, which is displayed. Now, we know, of course, that when it comes to foods, there can be a host of vitamins, minerals, and even phytochemicals that we may not see, but that is also present. But again, there has not been any significant difference and this actually comes from again research and so the notion again when it or, or when it, again when it comes to organic foods this is pretty much taking a holistic approach so basically i have a seed i put it in the ground and i do what i can aside from using pesticides or herbicides or synthetics any hom- hormones anything that is eco unfriendly I wouldn't use that, but I'm just gonna plant the seed, gonna use some water, maybe use some spices or some herbs or something that is natural and is non-toxic or even it has a low toxicity level to cause any harm. And so I'm going to use this for this seed. And as this seed grows, whether it's a tomato, bell pepper, cabbage, then I can pretty much cut it from the vine, eat it, and that is pretty much considered being organic. Now, I know that that is just one example that I've used. Of course, on a large scale, this can actually look different. So, again, when we think about organic versus conventional, I won't say that, again, they. I will say that they do have a similar balance. But I will say in some categories, organic can prove to be a lot better. And one area that I would look at is pesticide residue. And so when it comes to pesticide residue, it has been shown that, of course, if you consume more of these residues, they can be carcinogenic, meaning that they can also interact with brain activity and cause disruption. And so that is never good, especially if you have kids and you're feeding kids produce, whether it's fruits and vegetables or even any food of that matter that may contain a high level of pesticide residue, that's not good. And so when we think about it, organic can be beneficial in some areas. But again, it is not saying that organic just runs away in terms of being the best overall, because this is something that you probably didn't know, is that organic is likely to contain some pesticide residue. And you may say, how is that possible? Well, in actuality, when you think about it, if you have a farmer and the land is on, whether you have a greenhouse or even if you have land that is sharing the same, whether it's organic on this side and conventional on that side, what happens is, let's say a person is spraying pesticide residue or a worker is spraying pesticide residue, you have to realize like with anything that becomes like a mist that you're spraying, it is going to land on something, okay? So, of course, the hope is that the pesticide residue can actually land on the conventional crops. But there is a great possibility that that mist can actually land on the organic especially if the wind blows and if the worker is just spraying it this way or that way just <clears throat> pretty much flushing this wand across the air and so this residue can just pretty much go on this side, that side, and it can even land on those organic crops. And so what many people don't realize is what actually happens from the time that this organic crop is actually cut up or pruned and it's actually shipped, distributed to the store, and then you can actually buy it. What actually happens? What does it go through? Because, again, what many people may not realize is you never know. It could be manure on that organic produce. It could be bacteria. We don't know that. And so that's why it's important whether you do organic or conventional to wash your vegetables or even your produce, especially making sure that you rinse it off thoroughly. Don't just take for granted that, yes, this spinach or this kale has been triple washed. That is not true because <laughs> When I bought some kale or even spinach mix a while back, I realized that it hadn't really been thoroughly washed because I saw a mosquito in the bag. Like, it wasn't a small mosquito. Like, this was a big mosquito, and this was actually housed within the leaves, and I wouldn't have seen it even when I was in the store, so it took me going through a couple of spinach leaves because it was actually within the spinach, And so things like that, you don't really see or even know. And this was actually an organic spring mix. So when it comes down to it, again, when you're thinking about organic and conventional, there's no clear difference. Now I will say a person may say, well, what about the soil quality, the, the pest and weed control the use of additives? Again, one may have, an advantage in this area. But again, when you compare it across numerous trials, they actually are balanced. Okay. And so I will say that in that regard, the, probably the the main advantage, if any, that organic has over the conventional means is that less pesticide residue, at least when I was looking at a research article, it actually showed that about, and actually what I'll do is I'll show this briefly to you because i do want you to see this and so let's see yeah there we go yeah so this was an article that i was actually looking at and this was actually a good article i think it actually came out this year 2023 but pretty much i would just scroll all the way to the end because that is pretty much what i like to look at is understanding results of course when you look at this table it pretty much shows you that high organic dry matter contents fruits and vegetables but you also see that conventional has scored high as well so when you look at the data from different produce you actually see that there is not much significant difference okay so going all the way down and, and again this is a actually a good article it actually has confirmed to previous articles that I've seen uh, a pretty similar finding that there's not much that you can actually see, but this is a table that I think that you'll actually like because this pretty much lays it out in terms of organic and conventional. So you pretty much see for each of these rows, these line items, it pretty much shows you, okay, one may tend to do this, but the other one may tend to do that. And so, and while one category may be favorable, you also have these other categories. And so as you start to look through each of these, you'll start to realize quickly that, man, that's not really any significant difference. And so what I wanted to look at was this statement in the conclusion where it pretty much talks about that, and I forgot to highlight this, but I don't think that's going to look right. But pretty much the scientific evidence of safer, more nutritious and healthier organic foods is not convincing at all. And so this is pretty much saying that even with the body of scientific evidence, organic foods or even consuming it from a health standpoint, it has not been convincing up until this point. So it means that more research is needed. And so, again, this is a good article that I looked at. There are many other articles, but this was actually one that looked at organic and conventional farming. Some look at organic and conventional, but it could be narrowed down to a particular produce, whether it's strawberries or looking at the cultivars, of blueberries, different produce that they may look at when it comes to organic or conventional. Some even go into the cost aspect. How does this actually play when it comes to the numbers, the economy? But one thing I did want to share before we wrap up is that when it comes to dining out and what most people don't realize is that most of your food is not going to be organic, meaning that it has a lower pesticide residue. But usually when you're dining out, you are consuming mainly conventional foods, unless on the menu it shows you that it's organic or that it was grass fed. And that also goes into another topic, which is grass-fed versus conventional farming. And again, when it comes to organic, it's usually going to prohibit GMOs and that's going to be something that we talk about in depth is GMOs. And so when it comes to dining out, one thing that you want to keep in mind is your pesticide intake. Because again, what a lot of people don't realize is that, like I briefly talked about a while ago, is that, You can also get plastics when you're dining out, because a lot of the food that is packaged has come into contact with plastics. And we know most plastics or at least some is not biodegradable, which means that this does pose a hazard to the economy and to just nature itself. But when it comes down to the foods that you get while you're dining out, you can in fact get a higher pesticide, intake just because the foods themselves may have come from different farms where the pesticide content that was sprayed on was at high levels and so this is important you know again which is why i strive to cook most of my foods so that way i know that i'm actually washing handling them i am cooking it and i've just kind of gotten to this mindset of Listen, if I don't cook it, then I I rarely eat it. Not to say I don't eat out from time to time, but I do make a mindful approach about where I eat out it, okay? And how I choose my food selections. And so these are just some tips that I want to share with you. But again, I do want you to check out this article because it is a good one. <clears throat> at least I felt like it was. Let's see. So yeah, this is called organic versus conventional plant-based foods are reviewed. And most of these articles are actually free to the public. And this was another website I went to, which pretty much shows you that the organic versus conventional, even if you were to look on a website like this, it would pretty much show you that at the end of the day, there's not much difference. And so again, when you really think about Just this notion. And and I hope that, again, this kind of gives you a better insight because I know, again, many people who are heavy organic and heavy conventional. And I myself, I just make an approach in terms of, okay, which one is better for me at the time and also in terms of pesticide residue. I also have to keep that in mind. But from a nutrition aspect, there's not much difference, to be honest. It's, It's not much and it's also good again just to do your own research and not just take the words of different people because again i just want to share this information with you to know to let you know that there is information like this out there and also i don't really like to be biased i like to just get the facts and get the truth and share that with you that way you can make the best decision for yourself so hopefully this has helped you in some sort way or fashion, and if so, make sure you give us a like if, again, this content you enjoyed. And so till next time, family, I hope you enjoyed our content, our videos. Make sure you stay tuned for more informational as well as engaging content. And feel free to drop a comment at any time. Till next time, I will talk with you soon.